Welcome back to the Global Digital Banker Podcast. My name is Adele Grissard, and today I'm joined by Benoit Legrand, Chief Innovation Officer at ING and CEO of ING Ventures. Benoit, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you, Adele, for having me. Great to be here. Well, there's a lot of talk around digital innovation at the moment, you know, new technologies coming out. There's a ton of collaboration going on between larger incumbent banks and fintech organizations. So on this innovation piece, what's ING's approach to delivering game-changing innovation? That's a, already a very interesting question because you know, the word innovation was not very popular, let's say, 20 or 30 years ago, but now mm. it looks like everyone is using it and in different meanings. So I think what I would say innovation is is before anything else, it's a mindset, right? It's a way you look at reality just to put yourself into question and, and start by saying, I don't know, there is certainly another way to do things I've been doing so far. There are other ways to uh, investigate. There are other places to uh, to do business mm -hmm. and put yourself into question and connecting to the external ecosystem. So on our side, if I combine those things, we we're looking at it pretty much from the customer and it has to make a difference for the customers. This is certainly something which is leading for us. But also it's a culture, it's it's a mindset. It's the way you really want to put yourself into question in imbalance and try things. But also it's about connecting yourself to the external ecosystem. I remember um, hearing you speak at one of the events last year or earlier this year and you mentioned uh, ING's three C's innovation strategy. Yeah. Are you able to share a bit about that with our listeners? Yes, certainly. Uh, and I think if, if I look at customers and, and the way we, we look at it in practice is that we're trying not to solve, let's say, our product manager's egos. It's not the, the problem of ourselves which we need to solve, but a customer pain. Uh, and I think we just bring value in this world if we solve customer pains, not ourselves. And it all should be starting from there. So we're trying to focus there now. For instance, we, we're working now. Now, I could give you a couple of examples, but if I look at, for instance, YOLT, the money management app, which we have launched in the UK, it is solving your problem of knowing whether you can spend money, how you can spend money. So it's something which is of importance for yourself Definitely. and this makes sense so we always start from this and then on that piece with your partnership with yolt i've also read recently you've had a number of other exciting partnerships with fintech so when it when it comes to these partnerships you know there are a lot of banks looking who to partner with what value they can really add to their customer base how do you identify which organizations to partner with or who to invest in you know, how do you identify that true value piece? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a quite an exercise, and I think just to give you a, to set the scene, we have scouted one thousand six hundred different fintechs. Wow! Uh, and we're currently partnering with one hundred sixty, and we also have stopped about sixty different partnerships. Right, so mm -hmm. it's a very dynamic world, yeah. and and just to go there, uh, how we do this is. First, starting again, I'm sorry to be a bit boring on this, but I think starting again from a pain, which mm. we identify at customers, but also from our internal customers, right? What is the problem our colleagues in the different business lines want us to solve or what do they want to solve? And mm. once we know this, we link it 
of course, uh, with the strategy of, of the bank, which is empowering people to stay a step ahead in life and in business. And, 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 and if we link this and both, then we identify topics, themes, value spaces on which we are then focusing and looking for a solution to a problem, right? We, this is the only way we can eventually deliver value because if you look at it from another perspective, you know, innovation is not a, a bunch of you know uh, smart guys spending the money of the corporate just to find fun things, right? It's just a tool to make the company sustainable in the long run by testing things which probably will not work but maybe a couple of them will work and make a difference. So there is a responsibility from innovation to the rest of the organization to deliver impact and value, right? Uh, and so this is where we try to get the team focusing on. Yeah, exactly. And to solve, you know, customer needs that do exist, there's a lot of organizations there now, particularly with new regulatory environments around the EU and um, the UK and even down to Australia and uh, you know there are organizations popping up with interesting products no doubt um, but it's not necessarily directly solving those pain points that you're talking about from the customers yep. so that you know the organizations yep. we've seen to be most successful are those ones really addressing the existing needs and then trying to you know as you mentioned proactively solve solutions for their customers absolutely so kind of on that point, Money 2020 Europe, that's about two months away now. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a lot of discussion around technology. It's been such a key theme. What emerging technologies are you guys looking at for the year ahead? You know, technology, we always think in technology terms, right? But I, I think technology is just an enabler. And I, and I don't, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone, right? Of course not. But I think eventually the internet is a technology or computer is a technology which has totally transformed the world and now we have also new technologies you can think about blockchain or ai or whatever yet it's just mm -hmm. an enabler to any business just to be more effective more more efficient solve customer problems so we are we are working and i think as a matter of fact we i think our teams here have been praised as one you know of the, the top five worldwide best teams uh, on blockchain because we started also very early but we are still working on solutions which are not you know globally deployed right it takes time to get those technology out there specifically for blockchain you need many parties to work uh, with you and get customer changing their habits but i see also a somehow a disconnect between the speed at which technology is being built and deployed and what technology can do and the speed at which human beings can and want to change their habits yeah right? it's funny to see because I, you know I've, I've been now I'm, I'm i'm in innovation now for the last four years but i think and i can't remember precisely but i think it was 20 years ago I was also working in, into this world with uh, in ING in Belgium, and we really? we developed together with BT. We had a joint venture at that time, which was deploying internet access. What BT was providing, and ING was providing a wallet to pay online. Right, it's about 20 years ago. Very it's called you, you you pay, you pay right, and it was fantastically well working. The technology was there. But, you know, there was no traffic on the internet, on e-commerce, right? So it, it died because it was too early. So if you see that, it, it's taken about 20 years now for those things to be, let's say, 
more commonplace. And so it takes time. It just, and I think we also need to accept this. We're all very impatient and, and like to have things changing very fast. Yes. But we are all, as human beings, naturally naturally fighting against change yeah. and, and try to stick to where we are. Yeah, it's so true. And I mean, that, that kind of comes across in some of the data that we look at when we look at, say, payments channels and that sort of thing about contactless uptake or mobile wallets. And, you know, there's always talk that it's, um, you know, the raving new thing. And especially amongst millennials, naturally, they're more of a digitally focused generation and mm -hmm. more open to trying new things, whatever the latest cool thing is. But, yeah. you know, in the older generations, particularly the baby boomers, they're always going to be slow to to take that on and in some cases not at all not considered at all it's about building that trust mm -hmm. building the awareness and then getting people to actually start to feel comfortable with using whatever the new technologies are or offerings are on that point in your role you've been across so much innovation across ing can you share some of the biggest challenges that you faced or as an organization just in your journey so far i think the biggest challenges are always connected to uh, human beings and interpersonal relations and people. Uh, this is where the challenge is in, in this revolution. That you, we call it digital, but I think it's been the case in the past also. It's, it's eventually not about digitization, it's about people. Willing to work together, changing the way they work together, trying to dare to do things, take risk, manage risk, uh, stop, put their ego aside for the interest of the company. This is for me, the biggest challenge uh, which we have. So it takes, I think, an immense level of leadership to get an organization focusing on innovation because it's just, you know, the majority of things will fail and it's not in the nature of corporates like ours, but also it takes a lot of courage, perseverance. You know, when we started ING Direct, you know, 20 years ago, uh, we went through, you know, and many losses, almost one billion euro of losses, wow. just to go through this in the different years in the different countries which we went to. Eventually, end up with 24 million customers and 400 billions of assets under management. But it just has taken leadership and perseverance to say, let's go. We we go on. We go on. Right. So it's not because it's a bit windy that we should stop. No. Let's go through it and the storm. And I think this is what. I think the the biggest challenge to 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 have people with those leadership skills seeing the benefits of the long-term changes which take a lot of time and energy to go through and balance this with the short-term interest and need to deliver the performance which a company has to give and it, it is it, it I think it's only can can be done I think and I pretty much enjoy having a a CEO who is authentically, genu genuinely wanting and thinking that this is where the world of banking is going and that we absolutely need to go through. So mm -hmm. we started a bit earlier than, than others. We hope to finish earlier also so that we can, can benefit. But I think we could not do anything in innovation if leadership was not there to support us. And it's so about that, isn't it? The leadership teams are really the ones that... It, it does sit with them to empower people in the team to have that confidence and um, belief in them to innovate. Because, yeah, as you mentioned, there is, you know, to get to some really great products, there's going to be a lot of as great products. And that's what it's all about, trial and error, until you yeah. Find, yeah. The, find the gold. 
So what can we expect for the year ahead? Have you got any exciting new innovation or investment partnerships that you're able to share at this stage? Yes, I'm just wondering uh, how much time do you have, right? <laughs> so a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think, of course, we, ha we, we, we have a couple of things which are quite interesting to see, uh, either in the Internet of Things, you know, having cars or even bottles of water, uh, equipped with a with a chip which enables them to pay right as as a device. Yeah, um, it's incredible uh, that you know that sort of technology. Yes, it's like yes. those future films you watch. Um, you know, Absolutely. back in the nineties. And today, I would say nobody sees maybe the point of having it. Right, but it takes a couple of years to get things done. But I think uh, it. I think this might be also the future. And right? four or five years from now, we'll well. We won't be surprised by this, right? Uh, so working on this, on, on, on also all the type of payments in public transport where you don't have any, you don't need any ticket, but I think the geolocalization enables you to enter the train, get off the train and, and being, you know, paying without any, any, uh, without doing anything yourself. Uh, or we we're working also on uh, on mobility platforms. We also working in the wholesale bank uh, on AI-led technologies, which help traders uh, making better, more effective deals. That's called Katana. Uh, we're working also on uh, a, a, a solution which is similar to the one of Fjold, but for corporates, where uh, treasurers have a dashboard with all their banks and accounts and they can have reports and just manage their whole uh, treasury from one place uh, having an in integrated solution not needing to connect to their 12 or 15 banks to get things done and have the reports and overviews right so those are the things which are effectively solving we think uh, customer problems also using psd2 connections and technologies to, to get better data from the customer to be able to assess whether we would grant them a loan or not. So by using those technologies. So yeah, this is something we're piloting in France. A couple of them will fail, but I think it's 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 not a big problem. Um, but I think I'm sure a couple of them, like, you know, if, if you look at, at Hjold, you know, we started less than two years ago. Uh, and, and I think we've been growing uh, way above already uh, 500,000 users, right? So yeah. uh, there is a big traction. We are, we are, we are taking there about 70% of the uh, open banking uh, volumes, right? It's always about that, that future planning. I remember when Contactless first launched and, you know, everyone was fairly skeptical of it just because it was new. It was, hadn't been used before. People were worried about fraud and trust. And now if you, if, you know, you go to a, a, an outlet, a retailer, and you can't use contactless. It's almost like you start huffing yeah. and puffing because you're like, what? I have to put my card in and my pin. I don't have an extra minute of my busy yeah. life, you know? So yeah, no doubt we'll see the same for these other incredible technologies coming out. Um, and then just wrapping up, um, yeah. you know, you've had an incredibly successful career. So do, are you able to share any pieces of advice around, you know, dealing with success and failure to anyone else in a similar career trajectory? It's really hard always to give some advices, but I would say, uh, I think get, being focused on what you should deliver and step by step, you know, 
it's good to think long term and big but i think it's all a succession of small things which you need to do mm-hmm. and and i think having also around you the right people uh making sure that you try to get the best out of the people outside because on your own i think you're nothing you're a lot but i think you're also nothing so it's it's a whole lesson of humility which is not making yourself smaller than you are but i think just knowing your right size and and try to be open to others just to be bigger and and knowing what you can do well what you can do less well yeah. uh and and perseverance and i think here it, it's it's never over right so just resilience perseverance i think i think it's it's always worth going further trying another door when the window is closed so i think just go there so it it takes time Well, thank you so much. That's great advice. And Bermot, it's been such a pleasure talking to you and hearing about all of the new exciting offerings at ING for the year ahead. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, for having me here. It was a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed the episode this week. For more information on this episode or to subscribe to the podcast, head to globaldigitalbanker.com. For updates on upcoming episodes, follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn under RFI Group.